You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we've got Steve Ronaldo at the round table with us today. Jim uh, Weber's out in La La Land somewhere. I think he's in the... And the right coast up uh, up in New York area this weekend. So uh, if Jim's tuning in, I hope you're having a good time, Jim. And uh, as always, uh, Steve said he didn't miss you, but we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> no, not really. We've got uh, a very special guest on today, Mel Carson. He's going to be talking about, he and Steve are going to be talking about uh, what's going on and what's coming up in Charlotte. Uh, we've got the fall meet coming up, so... It should be very interesting. Mel, welcome back to the roundtable. Uh, thank you, David. Good to be here. Good morning, Steve. Hey, Mel. How you doing? Good, good. So what's what's the latest going on with the Hornet's Nest region of AACA? What's what's the latest deal, you guys? You guys always have something good going on. Well, we're working, uh, we're working diligently right now to... Uh, prepare for our fall uh, Charlotte Auto Fair, which opens up at the Speedway September 22nd through 25th. Really? So we're very busy uh, putting that together. And that's Char- that's the, the big the NASCAR track, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Right, and, Charlotte Motor Speedway. And, and, and Z-Max and, and all of that stuff. I think it's a great complex that they, they have over there to, to, to do stuff. It, um how, where, where, approximate? You know, just for somebody who may not be familiar, I know a lot, and we'll we'll sort of talk about the other one too. Uh, where is Charlotte Motor Speedway? How would I get there? Well, uh, the easiest way is uh, off uh, Interstate uh, eighty five at Exit forty nine. There's a big uh, shopping complex there, there, Concord Mills. Whether you're going north or south on uh, Interstate eighty five. You would take uh, Exit 49, which is Bruton Smith Boulevard. That happens to be named after the owner of Charlotte Motor Speedway for some reason. And, I, I uh, can't imagine. I thought he was a jockey, actually. <laughs> I thought he was a jockey and won the Triple Crown. Well, so the uh, track is just about a mile and a half away from uh, Interstate uh, 85. It's actually on U.S. Highway 29 uh, at Moorhead Road. Uh, it's right beside the Speedway. So you can't miss it. It's a big, uh, it's a big facility. As you Boy, you can't miss it. That's for sure. That's that's for sure. You can't even come close to to miss it. And the dates again for your uh, uh, this this upcoming one? Uh, September twenty second through twenty fifth. That's it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Thursday, oh, Friday, the, and Saturday. Okay. On, on the twenty second, when do your doors open? Uh, we open up uh, to the public at eight a.m. Uh, to the vendors at 7 a.m. We, we like to get the vendors in there early. In fact, we do have a vendor setup day on Wednesday the 21st uh, just for vendors so they can get set up early, and that's worked out real well. Uh, so the vendors uh, get in there early, and, of course, they buy and sell from each other. Boy, the do they day. ever. That you got, That's like at Hershey. you got to get there first before they buy all the stuff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you want to look for the goodies, you got to got to get out there and uh, hoof it around and, uh, and and look for those treasures. Well, let's talk about that a second. What, what kind of uh, treasures are there? Everything from the chrome end to the, to the uh, tail lights or what? 
What kind of treasures well, uh, would you find? You know, at, a, at an automotive flea market, uh, you you can uh, hope and expect to see almost anything out there uh, because uh, actually the, the best deals usually are those from those guys who are cleaning out their garage and they've got 30, 40 years worth of stuff that all of a sudden they decide they've got to clean it out. <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll bring it out to the flea market and you can uh, dig into boxes and barrels and sometimes find some things that uh, are really treasures. Yes, you and sure course, can. The, uh, the usual dealers are there, too, who, uh, you know, have have those things that, uh, you know, they, they manufacture and produce on a regular basis, and, and you need those when you need them. And so, uh, you know, we have uh, bumper boys that re-chrome bumpers and... Uh, uh, they they supply a, a lot of bumpers to, to folks needing uh, restoration materials. Now, Mel, I know with so, with with other shows here in in Georgia and in the Atlanta area, uh, sometimes it gets crosswise with the uh, local sales tax collector. Do you all have to get involved with any of that kind of stuff as far as your vendors go? Well, uh, North Carolina law uh, says that. Uh, a, a vendor has to have a sales tax license, but but we we kind of leave that to the vendor. We we uh, you know we give them that information, and then they they handle it on their own on a on an individual basis. Uh, so so we haven't had any concern about that in uh, in many years. So I'm sure. I'm sure everybody follows the law and everything works out I'm, fine. I'm sure I'm they sure. do. I'm sure, <laughs> well, if I'm you're sure. an individual, I don't guess you really uh, have to worry about the business license and all that. If you're if you're just selling your dust from the from your garage from 40 years ago, um, well, you might have to talk to the tax man about that. I, it's not a it's not a, a vendor license per se. It's uh, it's that you're supposed to pay tax on certain things. So uh, yeah, and each individual would have to have to look at their own situation and make that decision. Yeah, and you have to have a certain amount, right? Don't you have to, you know, you have to reach a certain amount before you even have to worry about it. Isn't that right? I think you guys told me that, you know, up to, you can make up to X amount of money without even having to worry about this stuff. Yeah, I think think that's true, and... uh, I, I know the same thing happens at Hershey. You know, you, you're supposed to pay taxes on a certain amount. So uh, uh, the same thing's true in Charlotte. And like I say, we we haven't had any uh, big issues about that. So uh, uh, we uh, we leave it to each individual. That's to that. Yeah, and I, and I know they do at Hershey too. And that's that's the right yeah. way to do it. You know, you can't you can't possibly. How many vendors? How many flea market spaces are there? Uh, about five thousand. So, the- how could you possibly deal with five thousand in three days? That's not even right. a remote possibility. So, you have to leave it to their discretion. Right. Uh, so, do you we don't have to be involved in it? Do you vet the vendors at all, or just come one, come all? Um, we we want to have an automotive flea market, so we. Uh, we we don't invite uh, somebody who's selling uh, vacuum cleaners or uh, <laughs> I don't know shot, shot facts might be pretty good there. But uh, now now the Speedway has their own deal. Of course they're they're in the business to make money. Uh, so the Speedway has their own setup in their garage area, and there they will uh, 
they will in, uh, they will let anybody in who's willing to pay their high price for space is much higher than what we charge. Sure. So so yes, they will sell band aids and toothpaste and uh, things by the like tech that. center, right? By the tech center, right? Uh, right. Uh huh. So you know that's uh, that's something that they do separately from what we do. You know, I, I I've never been able to make it to the fall one. I've I've come to the spring one for years and years and years, and and uh, uh, I know the car corral at the spring one is just absolutely huge. Uh, how's right. this one compare with with the the spring one, the car corral? This one will be about half the size. We we can get uh, sixteen hundred cars or so in the. Uh, car corral on the track oval so we'll we'll have around 800 on the track oval in the fall in the car corral do you, do you have any any limits on the cars i mean they can they i mean i couldn't bring my 2015 sonata to sell could i uh yes you can you can uh, we don't we don't have restrictions in in charlotte on the uh, car corral unlike hershey hershey it has to be 25 years old correct older, but in, in Charlotte, we're uh, easy going, so we'll take anything. If you want to, if you want to drive a, a 2016 uh, Chevrolet from the dealer showroom into the car corral and sell it, that's good. We'll do it. Really, I, I, I never noticed. I know you don't you you don't see see many uh, you don't see hardly any new cars. I know in April you don't see any. No, it, it really, m- most don't try to do that. You know, it's very seldom that you see a, a car that new. Uh, any, anything that might be newer than 25 years is usually a, a very special car, you know, a high-priced convertible or, or, or a special uh, addition, you know, of some kind. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not the run-of-the-mill cars that you see in the car corral. Now, do you charge the owner to... Be able to put their car in the car corral. Uh, of course, we charge uh, one price for for the four days, so uh, you know it's it's uh, it's a pretty good deal for the exposure and the number of people you uh, have look at. You know, considering that we're going to have upwards of a hundred thousand plus people come through there in four days. So uh, many of them, of course, ready to buy a car. So how late is your registration on if I want to bring a car? How late can I uh, get uh, get in the corral? Well, actually, we we sell spaces at the show. Uh, we you know we prefer to do and and actually ninety ninety eight percent of the spaces are sold pre registered before we open the show. But for those uh, procrastinators, we do <laughs> have uh, our uh, the procrastinators in, in the uh, Greenfield tent Greenfield registration tent. Uh, which is outside the main area, the main infield. We we sell spaces there, both flea market and car corral. So you can come to the show, and believe it or not, we always have a few individuals that come in Saturday morning and, and say, "Well, I I want to try to sell this car, so I'm I'm willing to uh, to take a space, you know, and try to sell it uh, in the next day or two." Well, so, why not? Yeah, if you have if you have the right car and uh, and the right buyers there, it works. How what just so, for just just for just for fun? I've really always wondered uh, what percentage do you think of the cars that show up 
get sold at, at one of these these things? What, what percentage would you guess? you have any idea, just a rough guess? Well, I, I would say, frankly, it's, it's, it could be between uh, 30 to 50 percent. Really? Depending on the, on the, uh, the, the weather, uh, the, the time, you know, the, uh, the number of cars, the kind of cars that are there. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's always uh, great when I read some of the hobby publications and I read about uh, uh, somebody's restoration or nice purchase, and they talk about, well, I bought this at Charlotte Auto Fair, you know, five years ago and restored it, or I bought this at Charlotte sure. Auto Fair two years ago, and I'm driving it every day. It's a great car. Yeah, so, cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's neat. So it's that high. Now, there's an idea. I did now that we're talking about the car corral. I've never had any dealings with car corral. As you know, most of the cars and the, the old antique cars are generally just sold word of mouth because people know what you've got and, you know, right. and they, oh, yeah, I've always wanted that car. Uh, right, right. But uh, uh, somebody shows up and, and they've seen, they've always wanted to have a Stingray Corvette 64. Right. Right. And they see one. Is there banks and stuff there to arrange things and and people like J.C. Taylor to get you insurance and stuff? Are they there? Can you can you just take care of it right there? Not not necessarily on the field. We we have uh, one or two company representatives that uh, could handle financing. They're usually there, uh, but of course on. Uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, local banks are open. Not every bank is open on Saturday, but some are. And so, so the banks are there where you can arrange financing if if you need to, or or make bank transfers. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, really, what I found is that uh, so ma- so many people who are really looking for a car, they come to the event prepared to buy you know they already have uh, traveler's checks so they've made a range they have money belt on like like mel i'm going to have to interrupt you we're up against okay. a hard break if you'll stick with okay. us we'll be back right after this sure. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation passport transport the first and finest today that's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Obamacare is failing. 
We all know that, but you need to know why and what you can do to get us back on the right track. Visit us at ObamacareWatch.org. This is Grace Marie Turner of the Galen Institute. Join us at ObamacareWatch.org. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening. And I bet, Mel, if I, if I were a gambling man, I would bet that Passport Transport's going to be in Charlotte with a couple of their big green trucks to uh, to deliver, pick up cars, bring cars, pick up cars, and uh, take them back to the owners at some point uh, during during the uh, Charlotte uh, your all's uh, car corral and everything else. Right, we expect them to be there. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's 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 sort of leave the car corral. I I th- I I enjoy walking around the car corral, both at your place or or uh, at Hershey, because it's it's amazing what's there. Just just it's a car show unto itself. Just walking around looking at the stuff that's exactly. there. Uh, you do have a car show at this, right? We do. Uh, in fact, we we have a. A kind of a unique situation because uh, uh, the Hornet's Nest has a car show. In fact, it'll be uh, a cruise in Thursday, Friday, and the car show on Saturday. So we we're, we're kind of opening it up to uh, uh, every kind of car because it won't. Uh, we'll have a section on Saturday that will include uh, modified cars. Uh, so it's not an, uh, an AACA national show in the fall it's just a region show where in april we have uh, we have an aaca national uh, show yes you do so we'll have a multitude of cars well how many would you guess just just a, just a guess on saturday how many cars will show because it's well, a big event you, it's not huge usually around 200 yeah well so, that's not bad that's not bad yeah um, not bad Okay, the flea market, which is my—I love walking around the flea market. I, I just—I just do. Anywhere I go, I like looking at the junk and stuff. Uh, the emphasis I know in April is mostly on post-war fifties and newer, and a lot of, if you will, street rod kind of stuff. Right. And I only ever found, you know, I I do brass cars, uh, maybe two vendors, three vendors in April that are dealing with 15 and a brass era stuff. There's just not much. It's mostly newer. And I understand that that's the emphasis of the hobby, but there's there's probably about the same, would you guess, in the the fall? Uh, Sure, yeah. We'll have the same type of thing, uh, mostly post-war cars, of course, in the 60s, 70s is, is uh, becoming more and more prominent uh, because, uh, the, frankly, I think so many of the cars have been priced up to the point where uh, the hobby has, has moved. You know, you have to keep getting into the newer and newer 
cars uh, in order to to have many people uh, be able to afford them. So uh, somebody who's uh, relatively new in the hobby is probably looking more at uh, 70s and 80s cars uh, to uh, to get into the hobby. Yeah, but you can still get a Model A for ten grand or so. And uh, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. The Model A's are the Model A's. Uh, their popularity just seems to be uh, amazing. We've got a group of Model A folks in our region. Mr. Sane, uh, you mean Mr. Sane and the boys? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, they'll. Uh, we we had a, an event going to Williamsburg, Virginia, here uh, back in April, and we had I think ten Model A. Ten Model A's go uh, to Williamsburg and back, so they they're they're a, they're firm believers in driving. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they don't mind going anywhere. Yeah. Mel, uh, Mel, how long have you been doing this? Or have you been uh, involved? Prob- with it? Probably too long, <laughs> uh, but uh, I've been director of Charlotte Auto Fair now for uh, for many years, so uh, uh, it, it never ceases to. Be exciting and, and amaze me as to what what we can accomplish. With, so, with, uh, we're happy to be doing it. With that being said, in those many years, what has been in your as you remember back one of the uh, oh my gosh instances of it, be it a car, be it something somebody found in the flea market, or what? what can you remember anything that was just blew you away and said I never figured that one. Well, when I when I when I look back, I I see that uh, uh, cars that I didn't think I could afford 25 years ago, I should have bought and kept because now they're so valuable it's tough to buy one. So yes, over over the years, when you look back and you see how prices have advanced on some of the cars. You wish you had bought this or that, you know, and, or kept and, and kept it and kept <laughs> it. And of course, the age-old problem with keeping cars is being able to keep them inside and protected, and that's the <laughs> toughest part for most of us. You know. I know. I have eight. Is Mr. Carpenter going to be open during the flea market for his tours and stuff? Uh, he he will be. Yes, uh, since he's close to the to the track, he's he's always open uh, for business and. Uh, have people drop in. He'll have a presence on the uh, flea market field too. But his shop is wide open and uh, going full blast. Yeah, it's a great place. If you if you do go to the auto fair and and you've never stopped by Dennis Carpenter, it's well worth taking the time to go down the road a little bit towards Concord and 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 stop and see the Dennis Carpenter setup. It's just phenomenal. And he, he continues to upgrade and keep changing boy, to add to the museum and all. So it's a good place to visit. We were there on your uh, tour that you did, and I can't believe that he says we're now doing over 75,000 parts uh, part numbers. That's amazing, isn't it? It is. It's just, uh, you know, and I didn't know that one of the more interesting things was that Ford owns... Uh, all he does is Ford stuff, but he owns the the Ford still owns the molds and the dies and all of that stuff, and and uh, he just rents them. He just uses them and pays a royalty to use that original equipment stuff. How cool is that? 
he certainly has an excellent business deal with Ford, no doubt about that. Absolutely. It's just, just it's almost mind-boggling to take a look at that stuff. Anyway, let's talk about cost. What's it cost to go just visit the flea market? Uh, it's uh, $10 a day admission uh, plus tax, $10 plus tax for for adults and children under 13 are free. Uh, the... Uh, the the cost is uh, is not that high. The speedway does collect all admissions. The Hornet's Nest does not charge admission, but the but the speedway does. Okay. So uh, it's it's a it's a fair price, you know, for for visiting such a huge uh, event. How about parking? Parking is five dollars uh, per car. Uh, per day, and of course the speedway collects that fee also. Where do you park? Where do they? I've always had judges parking, so for April, so. Well, the speedway owns a, a, a tremendous amount of land in the area, so there's a, there's a huge parking area across Highway 29, and they, they actually have bridges where you can walk yes. uh, yeah. over the road, the speedway, and then uh, uh, along Moorhead Road. There's a huge parking area, and there's some parking right on the grounds next to the track. In the back? Uh, you know, in the back, right? In the back, and, and some in the front. So, yes, in the back. Uh, so, it's kind of, really, the track is kind of surrounded by parking, but uh, depending on when you arrive each day, you're never quite sure where you can park because it depends on the traffic pattern. Sure. Where yeah. the highway patrol will uh, direct you into certain parking areas. Now, Mel, depending you, on which road you're coming in on. Do you get a deal if you buy a four-day pass? Uh, sometimes they will offer a four-day pass, but not very often. But, it, it, you know, you may save $5 if they do offer a four-day pass. I don't think they're offering one this time. How about Car Corral? Bringing a car to the Car Corral, what's the cost? Uh, that cost is, is, a, is a $200, about $200 in the Car Corral. Okay. And a flea market spot? Uh, flea market uh, at showtime. If you if you buy it in advance, you save a little bit of money. But at showtime, uh, the prime locations are going to run about one hundred and twenty dollars. And that's for four days, right? For one price for four days. Uh, just out of you know, if you know, could, could compare that to Hershey, the 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 Hershey one. I'm just curious more than anything. Well, uh, our, our prices are a little bit higher than Hershey, but uh, but uh, you know Hershey has a, a different business model than we do. Sure. And uh, for instance, at Hershey, there's no admission fee. Uh, Herco, who owns Hershey Foods and the property, they do collect uh, parking fees at Hershey, but uh, there's no admission fee at Hershey. No. So, again, the Hershey folks set their own prices, and they just have a little different business model than we do. How can how can somebody find out about all of the information about registering, registering a car for the car show, flea market, car corral? Where, where can I work? You know, I have somebody listening to this in, in, in Ohio said, yeah, it's really not that far. Maybe I'll go. But how do they find out about it? Well, that's an excellent question. Uh we have a website, uh, charlotte-autofair.com, so uh, you can take a look at that website, and it'll give you uh, a lot of good information, a registration form for the uh, 
flea market car corral. Uh, you can call our office uh, uh, anytime during business hours from 9 to 4, Monday through Friday, and uh, we can help you with anything you need to know. Cool. Mel, I want to thank you for uh, coming and joining us on the Classic Car <laughs> Show and telling us about what's be- going to be going on September, starting September the 22nd in Charlotte, North Carolina, just up the road a piece from us. Up the road a piece. Right. <laughs> so okay. I, I, we do thank you for being on again today. Any last uh, last quick words? Uh, well, I, I appreciate being on here with you, David and Steve, and uh, uh, look forward to... Uh, to getting together down the road at uh, our car events. You got it. Yeah, and we'll see you at Hershey. See you there, Steve. Okay. We'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show. we got Mr. Steve Ronaldo. Internationally known, internationally, Steve Renault. Yeah, internationally yeah. known. Yeah, I've seen your name on many, many bathroom walls. I, I, I'm yeah. sure you have. Anyway, uh, we're you've got some exciting news, well, and and you let me go down and even take yeah, a look at it. I I did something uh, foolish, I think. I'm not sure, but it's really not. No, I, no, it do, it doesn't matter what you think. It's what Brenda thinks. She likes it a lot. Okay. I I I flew to Detroit. And sight unseen bought an Avanti. Uh, this is the the third one of those. I just think they're just cool cars, and they were way, way, way ahead of their time. And this is an Avanti too. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story. When Studebaker went bankrupt uh, in the early '60s, two of their biggest dealers, Newman and Altman, bought the whole Avanti assembly line, um, bought all the Avanti parts. And after an absence about uh, th- two, three years, 
They reproduced the Avanti. It looks almost identical in appearance to the original uh, uh, Avanti, but it uses a Chevy Corvette drivetrain, uh, which gives you a lot of options. I mean, I, you can get your Summit catalog and buy a crate motor with uh, 800 horsepower and just stick it in there and go to town if that's what you want to do. Uh, but parts are easily available over Studebaker. And, of course, like every other part of the hobby, the, the Studebaker purists look down their nose at you if you don't have a Studebaker, but you have the newer one. But I like the idea of having the look, but if it breaks down in, in uh, uh, Skunk Smell Corners, West Virginia, there's a local kid that's got the Chevy parts sitting in his garage to get you back on the road. So um, I think that's uh, that's that's worth considering if 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 uh, if not. And AACA does recognize the Avanti two as a second generation car. They have certain certain cars that they uh, recognize and are eligible for all AACA events, and the Avanti two is one of them uh, that they have have done. The interesting thing is I I hadn't ever seen this car and a friend of ours daughter who's a engineer for General Motors and her boyfriend who's an engineer for Chrysler went and checked it out for me and the key question of course when you do something like this is if you were going to buy this car or you were looking for this type of car would you buy this one and hands down they, they both said yes um it's interesting. This this car was on display at the National Museum of Automotive Design in Detroit for six months. So, it, it it's a very appealing looking car. Uh, there are some things that don't work, like the cruise control doesn't work, the steering column is loose, and you know things I just have to take care of. And everybody's kind of kind of uh, you know that kind of stuff is. When you buy an old car, you're going to find things that aren't up to your standards because my standards might be higher in this area than the other guys. I got to ask: Does the sunroof open, or is that I've not sunroof? opened it? And you and you don't ever want to open that sunroof because it's very early, and if you open it, you have to have an umbrella in the car. <laughs> so if it doesn't leak, don't screw with it. Leave it alone. Matter of fact, I'm going to have a friend of mine, upholstery guy, make a. What was really bad was hot coming back and sunny, and I'll bet you having that sunroof right above you, with a clear glass, I'll bet you that added fifteen twenty degrees to the inside temperature. So I'm going to make a snap-on cover to cover that up. Plus, the back window's big on that car too. Yeah, yeah. What kind of carburetion? <laughs> just a, just a, a, as we call them, quadrobogs. Four barrel. Yeah, four barrel quadrajet. Everybody calls them quadrobogs until you get one that's 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 set up right. Then they 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 work. I got about twenty around twenty miles a gallon driving home. So so has it adjusted to the wonderful gas we can buy today? Well, it seems to. Like I said, it ran fine. Uh, this this thing run runs fine. Is any electronics on it particularly? Uh, well, it's got power, you know, power stuff, power windows. Yeah, but I mean, as far as no computerized. No, no, no. It's all strictly old carburetor, carburetor stuff. Early emission certification with a charcoal canister and the 
the stupid gas cap and nothing at PCV valve, just very early stuff. I remember this is 78, so uh, this is very early in the emission rules. Uh, I thought, I, I know you wouldn't let me in to smell it or anything like that. You, you, you kept guarding the door as you had it open, but I noticed the interior looked like it was almost brand new. Yeah, it really does look nice. I, I, I Like I said, the car's been well well taken care of. I think this guy said that he's the second or third owner uh, that I that I bought it from. Hmm. And one of the things, like I said, I... I, I you know, everybody says, well, you're crazy, man, going up there and buying a car you've never seen or driven and driving it from Detroit to Atlanta. Well, it's a Chevy. For all The working parts are Chevrolet. You can get it fixed anywhere if necessary. So I don't think it was much of a, a deal. And I did fly up on Spirit Airlines, really cheap airfares. And, the, and as I told you, the thing that I liked was... When we were boarding the plane, they said, all current active military and veterans go to the front of the line for boarding. I thought that was pretty cool. So, obviously... And, and you showed them what? My VA card. Your VA card? Okay. Yeah, just my VA. And they said, you go right to the front. Let me add, back to your car for a second. The only thing that, in the quick glance that I had that I saw, and, and I'm asking you this just to find out how hard it will be to replace it if you want to replace it, but... Um, the uh, it would fall under the seal and or upholstery on the on the driver's side door where the little strip comes down and sort of on the front edge of it. Yeah, it was a little rough. Yeah, and so will you replace that? And how hard will it be to get? Well, I I have a I have a friend here who uh, interesting guy. Uh, his he goes by the name Smokey and his 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 and busy, the bandit. Yeah, Smokey and the bandit. Covers unlimited and and interesting. He was a Navy guy and in the Navy retired lifer, thirty years. His rating in the Navy was sailmaker. Yeah, you've told me about him. Yeah, interesting guy and and I'll bring it over to him and you know he'll just do. <laughs> yeah, it'll come back and uh, and they won't cost much. He'll it'll take a little time, but he'll he'll. Uh, He'll uh, he'll get it. You had him do your top on the uh, on the Model T. The, yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff, and uh, he's not expensive, and he does it as his at his own pace, you know. And he's retired, so he doesn't feel wants to sit in and watch the uh, Oprah Film Festival, you know. <laughs> so back to the uh, Avante. How did you find it? On Hemmings, actually. Hmm. Brendan and I were talking about getting a newer car with air and power steering and stuff we could take on on these tours. And I was thinking about a 55 or 6 Chevy four-door with an upgraded drivetrain, power steering, power brakes, disc brakes, air, uh, or an Avanti. Because I've had a couple of these things before. I just think they're really cool-looking cars. And I asked her, I said, well, what are you going to like? She said, I'd much rather have the Avanti. So I started looking, and this thing turned up, and I called the guy, and we made a deal and became sort of, uh, I think, sort of friends over this process of, of buying this car. And as I told you, uh, uh, he belongs to a club up there that they have a place where they all go and store cars, and um, they have breakfast once a month. Interesting place. Nice nice guys I met there. I think it, it's just cool. So 
you you took you rolled the dice and you came out the winner on it as far I as think so I you know I, I think it was a fair price and I think the car you know they they're not super high dollar cars so now you'll you'll have to go back in and uh, one I got obviously with the air conditioning it takes free on the old no no it's been converted to 134 oh has it oh yeah. okay and I'm going to go see Lowell, our friend Lowell, and have him do a transmission and differential service and check all that stuff out. Uh, Did you get any books with it? I'm just I, it's not What's interesting business, is I have, because it was an Avanti made by Studebaker, you get the Studebaker shop manual. Wow. <laughs> you get the Studebaker parts manual. And then you have to have a 78, because it's 78, you have to have a 78 Corvette shop manual for the drivetrain. That's incredible. And and you got all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I have all, all three books. Okay. So you, you could really, not that you know the original owner, but you could all, go back to the two owners prior to the gentleman that you bought it from. And you really owe him a thanks that they kept. I mean, a lot. Of people uh, he gave me a folder that's probably an inch thick of all the records that he that the other guys had, and he has. That's just incredible. Yeah. Uh, you don't find that every place. No, no, and and the guy's a real car guy. I mean, you know, he, he's uh, just a nice man. Is uh, so. Was this? Has it always been in the Michigan area? I or? guess so. Uh, the weakness of Avanti is that they have what they call hog troths. They just that's this name for them, and they're between the frame and the body. And the real one, original ones were stamped steel, uh, and they would go away with rust. Hmm. Uh, and there's a guy up there, nostalgic, in nostalgia, nostalgic motors. Dan, I can't remember his last name. Uh, does Avanti work? In it, and they have a huge club. And the magazine they have is just wonderful. I mean, it's a nice, nice magazine. Um, so I joined the Avanti Owners Club, and uh, he replaced them with the upgraded strengthened stainless steel hog troth. So those have been done. I, I started to ask, being if it's been a Michigan car, obviously it's been exposed to, or could have been exposed to uh, salts and. But it's fiberglass. Pardon me. The body's fiberglass. Okay. Made by the same company that makes Corvette bodies. Hmm. MFG, Molded Fiberglass Corporation. Yeah, so there's no body rust. Uh, the frame is it looks pretty solid underneath. We put it up on the lift and just and they did too. They not they couldn't find anything wrong with it. Uh, uh, the two the two youngsters went up and and they drove it and and, and yeah. So anyway, that's the 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 latest story. And it drove back and did fine. I got 20 miles to a gallon uh, on an average. Eh, not bad. And that's doing 99 to 100? No, I don't drive fast. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not sure, and I didn't have a GPS with, because you, 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 you have one personal carry-on on Spirit Airlines. Everything else you have to, to cost you to check a bag or do that. So I didn't have a GPS. I just had a little carry-on, uh, like a briefcase thing almost with a pair of some you know underwear socks a shaver and a toothbrush and that's it well knowing what you carry on a plane we're going to take a break we'll be back <laughs> on the classic car show right after this 
45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we want to thank J.C. Taylor Insurance and also Passport Transport for bringing you the show each week. Uh, They're they're Uh. great folks to deal with. Uh, Whether you're needing insurance or needing uh, your car taken someplace or you buy a car and you need it, uh, you need to get it home. Passport transports the folks to call. Steve, you know, you're in a unique situation and that, God, I don't know of anybody that knows any more people scattered across the country than you do, and you were able to call a couple of friends to check out the Avanti. What would you, you know, I know nobody outside of uh, my wife, basically, and you, but I can't afford you to send you to go look at a car. What would you recommend to somebody if, if I wanted to buy that same Avanti and I know no one in Michigan, how would I go about doing it? Well, there, there's the easiest and most reliable way is to go to one of the appraisals uh, companies, AIG, AAG. They do have people all over the country, and they will do a pre-purchase inspection for you, and you'll get photographs. You'll get a written report of everything you see. They'll drive the car. They'll tell you everything that, that's wrong with it. And they'll give you a rating. What is this car? And and that's the safest way. Let a pro do it. Don't, you know, like I said, I these two kids are both automotive engineers. So you don't get much better than that. <clears throat> uh, but, I, you know, use one of the appraiser guys. And you can find them in Hemmings. Just go online. Uh, you can just put automotive appraisers in whatever area the car lives in. You'll find somebody. And it's around two hundred, two to three hundred bucks to have a to have a full uh, pre-purchase 
inspection done for you. But that'd be well worth it if you're spending. Absolutely, if you're 10, spending several thousand dollars, you know, to sure. to it, it. I think it's well worth it. Well, you and Brenda have been on a tour recently. Yeah, we went to Richmond for the ACA divisional tour. We. We drove her Thunderbird and we stayed at our friends in Charlotte on the way up to Richmond. And the fuel pump went out. But it has an electric fuel pump, so I bypassed the mechanical fuel pump with a couple clamps and went to Napa and got some hose. And we we rode to Richmond on the electrical fuel pump. We rode around for three, four days up on in Richmond with the electric fuel pump. And while we were there, the speedometer quit power window switch quit <laughs> this car was did not want to go to richmond obviously obviously uh but all that's getting fixed but coming home it was 95 degrees in the air can i brought i had my little temperature gun because i wanted to check the gauge temperature gauge versus actual temperature and i put it on the floor and it was 140 degrees and 40 degrees, 40. and that's with a, on top of a floor mat. So, kind of interesting, uh, I, I uh, started investigating. I got it home, and I pulled the carpet up, and it used to have a half-inch thick jute padding, and I never paid any attention to this because I didn't, again, Smokey did the, the, the carpet installation and all that stuff. He... Uh, um, the jute padding had just was n- almost non-existent, so it was just a piece of carpet laying on a metal floor, where the exhaust system on either side runs right, maybe an inch or two from the firewall all the way underneath. Wow! So I was looking around, and I went to make. I started started looking for for heat stuff, and there's only a hundred billion people on the internet that sell heat control. So I started asking around. And uh, <clears throat> talking to people, and I went to McMaster Car. McMaster Car sells a a, a, a roll of stuff that's good to 2,000 degrees. Jeez. They can line an oven with it. Wow. And it was only 40 bucks. So uh, the seat's got to come out. I'm not, you know, uh, the seat's going to come Smoky, out. Smokey, here we come. No, huh. another guy. Uh, I'm just not doing that because I don't have the expertise to do that. He'll pull the carpets up. And then another thing that I learned from people, and, and this is something you guys can do, but go to, if you're interested and this is a problem, go to McMaster Car and check under insulation blankets. It's a ceramic. And it was only like for two feet wide, 20 feet long. It was only like 35 bucks. Okay. Yeah. And compared to some of this other crap that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and uh, uh, another thing the hot rod guys use, uh, the hot water heater blankets that are uh, have the fiberglass insulation on one side mm-hmm. and then the reflective stuff on the other side. So what I'm going to do is we're going to put down this stuff from McMaster Car and then put the hot water blanket, 19 bucks from Home Depot, uh, a- after we get the seat lifted up, just do the whole compassionate compartment up and under the firewall as far as we can from inside, shoving it up, and I'll have about fifty bucks in material as opposed to several hundred. And I. I <laughs> so what else did, did you say was wrong? The, the 
the power window switch quit. It's electric, yeah. you know. I yeah. mean, the stuff is 50 years old. and So you're going to fix that? Yeah, that's nothing. And, and then the uh, uh, speedometer cable broke. So how was the air conditioner? It did okay, but trying to keep up with, with that heat, it just couldn't do it. Yeah. When, it was funny when you slowed down and had less heat coming off of the exhaust system hitting the firewall. Uh, it could keep up. But the faster you go, the more heat hits that firewall, air pushes against it, and it gets hot in there. It was getting really uncomfortable. So that's in process, too. That's your little tootsies were rather warm. Yeah, it was hot in that thing. But on the tour that we went to in Richmond, the coolest thing we went to, went to Meadow Farm. And this is where Secretariat was foaled and raced out of and studded out of. And the lady who took us on the tour was a uh, 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 was with that that woman who uh, uh, and knew the whole story. She was involved in Secretariat and had written was a co-author of that book Secretariat, and she knew all the story. This was just an amazing. I, I, I that horse had a twenty-five foot four inch stride. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, among uh, other things. Yeah, and when he when they die, they do an autopsy. Oh, listen to this. He 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 sired a hundred and a hundred and six colts. Wow! At fifty thousand dollars a pop. Somebody got very well healed. Yes, uh, I'm the, just guessing. I've never been where you, but I would guess that that place was. Immaculately beautiful. manicured, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Uh, they they took the house, and and now have turned it into sort of a secretariat thing because it costs too much. They had, we, we they we had secretariat's great grandson that was there. Nice horse. I don't know about horses, but he, he was very friendly and kind to everybody. To be, you got to be friends. Yeah, yeah. We walked, everybody could pet him, and he was just very very nice. Uh, and and they had the memorabilia from uh, Secretariat. Oh, I was start to tell you when he when that, when a racehorse dies, they do an autopsy. He, this horse's heart was twenty two pounds. That's why he could do it. And the only other one that was close was I think it was Man o War had an eighteen pound heart. Okay. That's why that horse never got tired. And they they showed. Uh, all the records. He has a record in every every race he he won. He has a record, and at the Belmont, which I think is the long one, is that not yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. mile and a half. <laughs> when the jockey stands up, the horse is supposed to stop running, and it wouldn't do it, huh. and it kept going. So it was even official, but he has a mile and five eighths record too, and there was no mile because he wouldn't stop. Huh. <laughs> And and I'm having too much fun. Yeah, yeah, and and they had the stuff like the triple the the whole, I don't know what you call it. He didn't understand whoa no. No, no, there was no whoa in this horse. But the cufflinks that the the that they give to the the owner are done by Cartier, and they're blue something with three gold crowns. So they won the triple crown. They had all the stuff on display. What an interesting place. Oh yeah. See, that's the best part of the tours. Uh, you know, I. Car shows are okay, but <laughs> sitting behind your car at 95 degrees in the sun from 8 o'clock in the morning till till 3 in the afternoon, I'd much rather be driving and going on tours. You know, I don't, I don't, 
I, I don't know. I, it's fun to look for a while, walk around, look at the cars and leave, but the tours are the most fabulous part of the hobby. I, where else would you get a chance to see something like this? Oh, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. And then incredible. they took us to another house in Richmond that this super wealthy guy bought in England. It goes back to 1200s and had been added onto, and he bought the house and had it moved piece by piece to Richmond, and Winston Churchill tried to stop him because they didn't want to lose that bit of history. And the family said, we can't afford to maintain this monster house anymore. He, he told him, he told him, we told Winston Churchill, he's fine. You take, you you maintain and pay the bills it takes to keep this running. And, and Sir Winston probably blustered a little bit and said, well, if you must. <laughs> so, I mean, stuff like this, you just never get to see, or it's there, but you never make the effort. Uh, yeah, the tours are the greatest part of this hobby. Oh, yeah. yeah, they just are. But Secretary, I'm not a big horse race fan, but that was just absolutely amazing. Just really cool. So do they know if any any of the horses he sired, any of the colts or whatever, have, and now they can do scans and all that? Yes, they, they, they have... Uh, trace back some of the the triple not triple but those races winners uh, even the one that uh, um, won what was that American Pharaoh that won has a connection to Secretariat somehow and do they have the the heart size that or do they think they have, he has a they don't know how do you know there's no uh, way to know. Today they have scans which they could. That I don't know, but uh, uh, can you? Uh, they that that's just amazing. That's why that horse never got tired. Yeah, that's in, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I want to thank uh, our other co-hosts. While well, I got a chance for a shout out to uh, Kevin Flood and Kim Barnes that have uh, done a couple of shows for us recently. And uh, look forward to uh, Jim being back in a. I'm not sure when, sometime or the other. And uh, oh. Steve, will will be getting Mr. Zumhagen, who owned the the Avanti, knows Kim. Oh. He had he's had a couple of uh, tigers. Oh, okay. So he knows he knows her or has met her. Oh, good. Well, we appreciate you tuning in to the Classic Car Show today. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Stay tuned for the prologue right after this. Uh. You're listening to America's Web Radio dot com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.